Welcome back to another episode of BBP News Saturday Morning Good News. I am here. I am alive. I am ready for <laughs> this good news with Nick. I mean, I missed a month, but to be completely honest with you, February is only 28 days. But it felt Not- like I missed like two or three good newses. You know, it, it definitely feels like it's been a while since you've been here. Um February's good news. It, it just wasn't the same without you here. Nick, is anything really the same without me? I, I don't know. You know, it, it just felt off because I was just, well, I was just talking to myself. Obviously, I was sharing the stories with everyone listening, but it just, it, it wasn't quite the same without having you here to um, react and, and to commentate with me. You know, I just, that and it feels weird listening to it mm-hmm. and not being here if that makes sense yeah just kind of like listening to it after the fact you know yeah but you are back and we have stories i have collected five stories for us this morning uh to help brighten up your weekend and start the month off right as we start to head closer and closer to spring but let's jump right in to story number one So, for our first story, just a kind of a cool story, to be honest. A church in the UK had a clock that has existed since the 14th century, but the hands have been stuck at the same time, 2 past 12, for the past 12 years. And the church minister eventually decided, all right, we want to get this clock fixed. We want to get it working again. What is it going to take? So, he brought in two different uh, engineers to give him a quote as to how much it would cost to fix it. And both of these engineers quoted about the same, and it was about 40,000 to 50,000 pounds, which is 53 to 67,000 US dollars. However, before the church shelled out that kind of money or started any kind of fundraiser to help raise that money, there were two local residents who decided to come take a look at it for themselves they were a 47 year old cheesemaker and a 15 year old student and they both kind of they both kind of saw the same thing they just looked at it and thought all this needs is a little wd-40 you know to help get the hands moving well sure enough They put a little WD-40 on this thing, and it got working as good as ever. The hands were moving just fine. They set the hands, because each of the hands moves uh, by itself and and by its own process. So they set each of the hands using their phones. The clock is working, just completely working now. All thanks to a little WD-40 and some creative thinking from these two local residents. So instead of shelling out, you know... 40 to 50,000 pounds this church all it cost them was you know just maybe a, a nice meal no I find this funny because <laughs> whenever something breaks my solution is always WD-40 look around here that's a common phrase WD-40 is a savior all over the place And if you talk to people around here, what are the two main solutions you hear? WD-40 and duct tape. Duct tape. (laughs) You know, 
I always say, if you can't fix it with duct tape, you can't fix it. Yeah, if WD-40 and duct tape can't come to your rescue, well, it's not worth fixing. <laughs> you know, some of the things that I have to fix from now on, you know what? I might just carry around a can of WD-40 with there me. There you go. It's just Computer insane. broken? Let me spray that WD-40. thing down with WD-40. <laughs> Problem solved. You know, my solution for technology is usually to hit it, but I'll try WD-40 next time. Uh, I just... The fact that you go from forty to fifty thousand pounds, you know, again, fifty three to, to sixty seven thousand dollars to a can of WD forty. Yeah, and you know, a WD forty is like six dollars. I don't know what that what it is over there, but uh, <laughs> I can tell you right now, it ain't forty thousand pounds. <laughs> so you know, save some money there. Got the clock working. The community, community two members saves a day. Community. Yeah. I, I like I just, that. You're starting out strong here. I just love this that these two, you know, professional engineers who have worked on these big projects, you know, give quotes for all this money. Don't see that it's just, you know, a tiny little fix. They're trying to get the business. They're trying to get, uh, you know, they're trying to get their money's worth and and see all these little things. These two locals, they're like, well, we just realized that the clock needs to be fixed. You know, the hands need to be moving again. Grease it WD-40. up. WD-40. Grease it up. What do you got for the next good news story? All right, story number two. And, well, we've had plenty of pet hero stories on this show. Why not another? An 81-year-old man was saved by his dog. Harry Smith was on a walk with his dog around the nearby lake when his electric wheelchair got caught and slipped on the bank. Uh, that was surrounding the lake, and it sent him and the chair tumbling down into the water. Well, Smith was unable to swim and was, you know, struggling to stay afloat. But his dog came to the rescue. His dog started barking like mad, barking her head off until she caught the attention of two bystanders who were across the street who looked over and saw what was happening. They were able to flag down an officer. And the three of them went over to the lake, and they were able to help Smith get out of the water safely. First responders came by soon after and checked him out, but he was healthy enough to go right on home. Unfortunately, his chair was was a little damaged, but the first responders helped him get home, uh, pushed him home in the chair. And Smith said that once they got home, he made sure that his dog got plenty of treats, plenty of loving, because she was his hero that day. You know, I hate to say it, but that dog is a true hero. And here's the part I hate to say is, if that happened to me, Annie would be like, what, you're going to get my ball or something? <laughs> you don't think Annie would save you? No, she's terrified of the water. Uh... <laughs> she would be like, screw you, pal. Yeah, just run off. You know, yeah. it's crazy, though, the instincts that our pets have, you know. The for the dog to realize that her owner was in trouble and to just start barking as as much as she could, as loud as she could, to get people's attention. Just kind of amazing. Yeah. All jokes aside, I'm sure every dog has that, you know, instinct and would save everyone every last one of us. Protect their you know, protect their companion, protect their yep. owner and gotta love stories like this. Hero. But moving forward, right along here to story number three, 
a new or a relatively new nonprofit is helping kids in Chicago go to college fully funded. Hope Chicago is, like I said, a relatively new nonprofit organization who is helping students from Chicago high schools go to college, two two and four year colleges, fully funded, all for free, and they're working to raise over $1 billion over the next decade. And so far, they have already raised $40 million. And this $40 million was used to help 4,000 students go to colleges completely free. Uh, They were just given the news just recently. And not only are these students being sent to college fully funded. There are 20 participating colleges that they can choose from. Not only that, though, but a parent or guardian can also have a college education fully funded if they so desire. So this organization, Hope Chicago, is helping these people get college education, get, you know, further their education as much as they choose uh, through this funding. Just awesome to see. You know, I saw this story, and I was hoping you would stumble across it. And I really like this story because, you know, Chicago, there are parts of Chicago that aren't as advantaged as others. And it's just nice to see that this businessman has gone in there and he's given 4,000 students the chance to go to college, plus another 4,000 parents. Yeah, exactly. And you have corporations and different business partners coming together to help raise this money and to help put it together. So you have people from all different sectors, all different areas of, of life, um, helping these, helping these kids, helping these families get the education and, and hopefully go on to have amazing careers and amazing lives. You know, this, this is probably my favorite good news story in a long, long time. Not that I play favorites, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, we all have stories that just touch the heart in a different way, you know, that hit a little differently. We say we don't have favorites, but I mean, come on. Come on. That would be a lie. That's like parents saying they don't have a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have two more stories to talk about. So, you know, there's still time for a new one to to take that place for you. And story number four has to do with a 29-year-old mother who was fighting for her life and eventually was able to get back to a happy, healthy life. This woman had been living with a facial tumor since her teenage years, and as she got older, her condition rapidly worsened to the point where by the time she was, you know, 28, 29, she was having a hard time eating or even breathing. She was going to have emergency surgery in Ghana. She had the surgery... Although, it left her fighting for her life. She almost died on the operating table. Uh, You know, the surgery just went horribly wrong. They weren't able to remove the tumor. And, you know, so she was left looking for other options. But that was when she was met by the miracle that is Mercy Ships, which is the largest non-governmental hospital ship in the world. They've performed over 100,000 life-saving operations over the years. They have trained thousands upon thousands of local doctors and nurses and medical staff on different modern procedures. And they were able to save this woman's life as well. They removed the tumor um, 
you know, completely removed it throughout a nine hour surgery. And when she woke up, she just, you know, all she could think is how she felt like a completely different person. So much weight was lifted off her shoulders at that moment. And she is now living her best life. She has a five-year-old daughter. Uh, she just got married to, um, you know, her husband who she just, you know, her words were it was love at first sight. So she's living her best life right now. Happy, healthy, and Mercy Ships is definitely to thank for that. You know, I love organizations like this because it truly does change people's lives. And, you know, she now has a family, is married, and her life has been saved. You know, I couldn't imagine going through something like that, living for, you know, about a decade with a tumor like that just slowly constricting, you know, leaving you unable to breathe, unable to really eat, and almost losing your life in a surgery trying to remove it that that has to be unbelievably difficult to live with and to deal with so to have mercy ships you know to have an organization like this uh come through and and just kind of happen to be in the area that was one of the biggest things about it is they just happened to be uh coming through where she was located and she got the opportunity they agreed to to see her and to operate on her and saved her life. Yeah. You summed that up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add on to that. Just absolutely wonderful. But we have one more. One more story. And sometimes, you know, on this show, we like to include... I, I like to include stories that have to do with current uh, events, current things going on in the world. You know, back in the Christmas episode, had stories about people bringing toys and presents and stuff to Kentucky after the tornado and everything. Something a little similar here. So, a former UK Marine is doing everything he can to help those fleeing Ukraine. After seeing images of families being separated and people fleeing, uh, former Marine Tom Littledyke decided that he needed to do something. So, he was able to get his hands on a 16-seater minibus, and he started a fundraiser, where in just 12 hours, he was able to raise 4,000 pounds, which equals 5,300 US dollars. He then used that to fill the bus with pillows and sleeping bags and toys, and he began a 1,000-mile journey to the border of Ukraine. He traveled through uh, England, France, Germany, and Poland to get to the border and began unloading the supplies for these refugees fleeing the country. And he said that once he has unloaded all the supplies from the bus, he is going to give rides to anyone who has a place to stay. Um, so his journey will continue even beyond that 1,000-mile mark and just doing everything he can to help these people who have been forced out of their homes. This is really an awesome, awesome, you know, good news story. What's going on in Ukraine right now is just, it, it's full of bad news. Yeah. But it, it's good to see, I guess you could call it some good news come out of it. It's good to see that support is coming 
from various angles. Yeah, and you know, you have the support going on all over the world. There are places uh, in all different countries that are holding uh, protests in support of the Ukrainian people, uh, fundraisers, you know, trying to get all the money they can to send back to Ukraine. Um, Thousands of people across the entire world just standing up for these people and, and doing everything they can, and this is... This is just another example of that. That is the end of this Saturday morning good news episode. March is done. We'll be back here April once a month. Nick gives us good news stories to start out your month. But we will be back here tomorrow morning for what to expect this week. Then back Monday morning with a news episode. Until then, follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news. So you're always in the know. Night, everybody. See you tomorrow morning. Bye, guys.